Monocles. We'll be right back. Any salsa? Ahi? Ahi. Ahi. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ahu? Huh? Ahu. <laughs> wow. Oh. Awesome hot shit right now. Get it at 443-742-2134. Today, like every other day, we wake up empty and frightened. Don't open the door to the study and begin reading. Take down a musical instrument. Let the beauty we love be what we do. There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Now back to the monocles on soflowradio.net.com. Dot, dot, dot. for something a little different. The Monocle started out as a written blog, created to chronicle and give purpose to a sudden abundance of time. With a laptop and a curious mind, a new task was assigned. It was a personal one, to find fulfillment, to be happy every day. The Monocles allows for an expansion of knowledge and healing through stories and laughter. In the Monocles, there's joy in examining and discovering. The Monocles will share the stories about the many people, places, and commingling's that have appeared along this path through a blog and an intention. Alchemy is real. Words, written or spoken, have power and heal. Smile! This is Miami. The opinions and views expressed on the Monocles are not necessarily those of the host, the SoFlo Radio Network, or its sponsors. In this medium, we can do what we want.
testing outside recording with mask testing outside recording with mask (laughs) okay that's fine not that you had to have um okay let's get started Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Monocles. Today, I was happy to share a little bit of my pre-production and sound check because I'm outside. It's beautiful, fresh, autumn-like, northeastern autumn-like, beautiful weather, but in Miami, Florida. So a little chilly if you didn't dress appropriately. And I was so happy to share a little bit of the background of what happens behind the scenes at the Monocles because I learned well from the people who taught me were so, so professional about it. Always show up early, always check your mics, your sound levels. So fun. Anyway, what's also exciting about being outdoors is it reminded me of the first time that I experienced yoga nidra and it was with a friend and it was outdoors. It was chilly. In fact, it was, I'm going to date myself, windward walls when there was grass and you could step on it. But what a fantastic, it was was a little bit of an art installation, active art installation, but a fantastic adventure and yoga nidra is that, it's that yogi sleep, it's the most passive yoga asana you can do and maybe one of the hardest and I'm really excited to be able to invite Keely Ward onto the monocles and she's been super duper in bringing her knowledge and sharing it with me and with you and Keely. I'm so happy that we were able to connect again and that you are on the monocles. Thank you. Thank you, Monica. I'm uh, really excited to be here and uh, yes. I'd love, to share, I'd love to share my insights on uh, Yoga Nidra. That's, um, that's interesting that that was your first experience outside. I've not done it outside myself. It was intense in the sense because I recognized how much more I had to tune everything else out, um, even at my first, um, first session. And so... Focusing on the voice is very, very helpful. And by the way, you're, you're so generous enough to share your meditation with me, um, which I'm posting as part of the show. So thank you for that. But what a lovely voice you have. The accent, I don't know, maybe I'm a sucker for accents, but it's so lovely and so totally in tune with the need that people find, or I think people need in a yoga nidra is to really connect with the voice. Yeah, it, um, it is important um, when delivering a yoga nidra that, you know, that there's a certain tone 
and and actually that we we are um, just transmitting presence. You know, my my teacher who, who who taught me yoga nidra, he said it's like level up, tune up, and transmit. So you know, there's, it's more than just um, saying the words; it's having the presence with it. It's another. It's another vibration. It's we have the, um, we have our uh, sound bowls and and sound healing vibration. Our voice is also emits a vibration, but more intensely one with an intention. Yeah. Um, how did you find Yoga Nidra? Tell me a little bit about your uh, encounter or um, interest in it. How did that develop? Well, I was actually at the Amrit Yoga Institute um, in 2013. I went there to take a yoga therapy program. And during that training, um, they led us in a yoga nidra. And oh my goodness me, I felt like I stepped off the back of my mind. A lot of people have a misconception. Um, I can remember offering to one of my classes. Um, it was a group I thought could really, really, really benefit from it um, for many reasons. But they're like, oh, no, oh, no, we don't need to sleep. Mm. And I was like, no, no, you do. <laughs> It would be so good for you guys if that's what you did. Trust me, trust me. Um, so it's funny. Um, I think I haven't had much success in promoting it. But I do personally love it and know that when we go to that, that place, that juicy place of... I don't want to say zero thoughts because we always have thoughts, but when, when we're in that quantum field, let's say, when we reach that moment where time and space don't matter and you're expanding and you're light and floating and 
you know, so connected with your own light. That place, <laughs> yes, that you know, it make a left at the Dunkin' Donuts place. Um, you just really start to want to go back there, right. and then you know the the stupid anxieties that we create for ourselves of, from things we can't control or that already happened. When we can escape those and feel so rejuvenated, we we need to have that rest. So we have the voice going on. Um, is there music going on? No. Typically, no. Okay. So no, it's, it's just voice, and you know, it's there's like. Um, I mean, the, the unique thing about uh, Yoga Nidra is that it has intention, you know, so it's not just, yes, it's like a sleep, it just follows the, the brainwave state down into that sleep-like state where you, it, you're much more malleable, the mind is more malleable, um, because when you're in the waking state, it's like you've got that subconscious operating system happening, so, you know, I always say to people, you know, if you try to make a New Year's intention, you realize, you know, you realize you got to keep it for a little while. It doesn't stay with you throughout the year, right? Because that you've got that subconscious, um, you know, changing or sabotaging. But when you're in a yoga nidra in this malleable state, well, then you can really affect change, you know. And so, you know, that intention is taken on board, and you don't have to do anything about it. You know, so if you're wanting to change you know, behaviors or the way you show up or you want to experience more peace, more joy, then that's, that's the really neat thing about Yoga Nidra. And that intention in Yoga Nidra is called the San, Sankalpa? I'm it, saying it, it Sankalpa in Sanskrit, but I don't use that term. It sounds, it's sort of off-putting, um, call it intention. I, I don't always use an intention um, when I'm leading a yoga nidra, it might be affirmation. Um, but you can, you know, as you become more and more uh, practiced in yoga nidra, you can actually create a primary intention, which is like your north star for how you want to live your life. And then you can have secondary intentions that, um, you know, there might be sort of small things that you want to change uh, along the way. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but the guided part of the meditation takes the participants and puts them into theta brain wave level in your mind, which yeah. is the perfect place to drop in an intention. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a wave. And you're riding the uh, wave down to the bottom of the ocean. And, you know, the facilitator, whoever it is, or me, you know, leads you through the yoga nidra, is giving you sort of techniques. You know, first, you know, you start at kind of the mind level. You're at the top of the wave. And then these techniques, they just help to sort of disengage from the thoughts and drop you down a level and then drop you down a level. So you're following your brainwave state down into theta, uh, um, which is like a sleep-like state. So the brainwave state moves, it's, you know, the frequency is much slower. So it's like being asleep, 
but you're not active. You know, if you, in that state, can actually um, catch yourself um, breathing, snoring, you can, you know, I've had that happen myself, you know, where I think, oh, I can hear somebody, you know, in the back of their throat, they're, they're snoring, and then go, whoa, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's really- me every, and that's me every night. <laughs> <laughs> The beautiful thing about connecting with that space is how amazingly the physical and we're connecting on a mental level, on an energetic level, on a vibration level, but then the physical has the effects. What you walk away with with the physical is such a level of total relaxation, almost like a massage. Yeah, but no one's touched you. Right. So what happens is that, you know, when you put do what it like it's the restoration. So typically people will fall asleep because that's what the body needs is rest. And then it releases the body's own uh, natural biochemicals. It's like your body's own pharmacy in effect. So you're releasing... Uh, GABA, um, dopamine, melatonin, those are uh, some of the, uh, off the top of my head, but, you know, like melatonin is, um, is what helps us sleep, right? It, it's got anti-aging properties as well, so, you, you know, that's the great thing about melatonin. But then you've got your, your feel-good, um, like the serotonin and the dopamine, that's you feel good and control as well, you know, being able to say enough is enough. So all these body, um, your own um, bio, bio uh, chemistry is released when it's but the longer you practice, as in the more you do it on a daily basis, over time, you're actually changing the makeup of your brain in as little as uh, eight weeks. Oh, and the other thing is, when you go down in Yoga Nidra, they say like um, 30 minutes of Yoga Nidra is the equivalent of three hours sleep. So it's like a supercharged sleep. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, I have um, dropped down into Yoga Nidra before now when I've uh, found that afternoon dip. So instead of going for a coffee or something uh, to like, or sugar to pick you up, you just go for yoga nidra, and then 30 minutes later, boom, you pop up and That's a great idea as well. And it could also be done in a seated position for that afternoon pickup, I'm thinking. You can do a yoga nidra in a seated position or lying down. Um, I, I actually prefer to lie down myself. I'll just lie on my bed. Typically, every that's what I say. You just lay there. That's that's about that's how that's how much movement you have to do. You just lay there. <laughs> when you're sitting, you're having to hold yourself up, and so there's a level of holding. But when you're flat on your back, there's nothing to hold. You can just let go. And so, you know, one of the things that's um, important when you do a yoga nidra is to be. Um, supremely comfortable so you know you want to have um, you know a bolster under the knees if possible you know have your body in a straight line so not the head too propped up because then that creates um, 
you know, closing off of the, of the throat. That creates the gurgling sound or, you know, when you catch yourself, you want to be straight. And then um, an eye pillow is perfect. You know, putting a, a beanbag eye pillow over your eyes and a blanket because typically your body temperature will drop. And you do all these things so that you're not disturbed, so you don't have to move because ideally stillness is free and there's nothing to drop out of the organism. What kind of recommendation would you um, make to someone who fights the letting go and still fidgets? Say a first timer who got talked into going. Um, just keep coming back to the sound of uh, the facilitator's voice and um, just try to follow try to follow the instructions, keep coming back to that. The other thing I would recommend for uh, somebody starting out, somebody who's really active and in their mind, is some kind of physical um, movement, right? So typically, you know, like if you, do, you were to do a yoga class before or go for some kind of quick movement, that helps you to drop out of your mind. That kind of sets the stage then for when you go into yoga nidra. And then it, and then it becomes easier. It becomes easier to access that place. Great advice. Yeah. I found a very nice recording, which I'll soon be replacing with yours. But um, I found a YouTube recording, and that's been a lot of my yoga nidra practice has been by myself, for myself type. And I like the rotation of consciousness. Now, are there different, you know, are there different names or do you come up with your own script? Because it's heavy, you know, there's no asana, but there's heavy dialogue or actually monologue that happens through in the session. Yeah, there's a balance. Um... So I took my training uh, through the Amrit Institute, and it's the Amrit method of yoga nidra. And we were provided with and bring the yoga nidra. And I use that. I use those cards because it has the the power and intention of uh, Amrit Gurudev Amrit Desai, and he's one of the original yoga masters that came over to the states in the 60s. So there's power in the words and the transmission of that energy it carries through in the card. That, that's what I use. Um, secondly, um, like the, there are different techniques and they all have different benefits. Um, so there's a component which would be uh, for breath. Well, first we move from physical, then we move to the next little level, which is breath. And then from there, we will do a rotation of consciousness and then we will go to visualization. And then by that stage, you're at the bottom of the wave, which is where you would place intention. And for me, um, less is more. So I, you know, it's all about transmission of energy, but also pace and tone. So I, I tend to speak less. Um, and for advanced people, for advanced practitioners of yoga nidra, they're going to want to they would like that space. I know I do without too much talking because it's in the space that you let go, that you drop. Um, but that may be challenging for a beginner 
because it's like, well, where did they go? What's happening now? And they'll pop up because they're not hearing any direction or what's next, you know? I'm doing it wrong and you come right out. Yes. <laughs> yes, but as, as you begin to um, relax with yoga nidra and become more familiar with it, less talking, more, more being. That's the way to go. It's so fantastic. And you have, um, how has the pandemic affected your, not your practice, but more on the side of teaching? Well, um, I, I was living and working at the Amrit Yoga Institute up until March. Um, actually, April is when I got furloughed from the Institute. So I haven't been uh, teaching or delivering locally, but I'm so excited that I have been invited to lead a four-class Yoga Nidra workshop, and that starts on Sunday, and that's through Soul Shine Academy in Miami, but it's online, and um, that's Terry Cooper. I used to actually be Terry's assistant, and then um, I did my yoga teacher training through Terry when she had three or five yoga, and it's where I first uh, brought Yoga Nidra in 2014 so I'm really excited to be back and being able to offer that so in terms of uh, COVID-19 it's actually kind of beneficial for me in one regard because had it not been for COVID-19 which you know everybody's business model has changed to an online format so that means I'm more accessible to people and I can still teach even though I'm up here in, in, in North Florida so and it's perfect for online because yeah. just yeah. plug in, listen, and don't move. Yeah. Just lay there. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I find uh, I want to add another tip for, for listeners too is um, have a, uh, an external speaker or put your headphones on because then you get a really immersive experience, especially with the headphones. Because, you know, sound, sound quality you know, not ideal through a phone. Um, so, you know, that, that would be the one recommendation I make there. Yeah. Oh, I hear church bells. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really outside, outside. That reminds me, that, I mean, that's one, that's one of the visualizations that I, um, I use occasionally in Yoga Nidra. It's a component we call uh, rapid images. So, you know, so Yoga Nidra... It has so many benefits, Monica. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is like insomnia. You know, if anybody has any kind of sleep disturbances, it helps with that. As I mentioned, melatonin. It helps people get back into their uh, natural sleep cycles, the circadian rhythms. Um, it helps to um, rejuvenate and restore. Um, also, if you want to change any kind of behaviors or patterns, of behavior, you know, bad habits, that kind of thing. Um, then there is, uh, it's been shown to uh, be effective in certain types of illnesses like uh, pancreatic cancer, breast cancer, uh, Parkinson's disease. Um, and so that there's so many benefits, um, you know, just by dropping into as little as uh, 30 minutes a day. Um, also helps with uh, emotions as well, you know, um, anybody suffering from grief, 
and just uh, integrating uh, feelings, integrating emotions, because you're in a safe place. And incidentally, that's the name of that yoga nidra, safe place. Oh, how fantastic. It all ties in that way. Um, my, my question really comes around how would, how do I, I, okay, I'm a newbie. I want to take a yoga nidra. Um, I feel it's so transforming. This is now Monica speaking. I feel it's so transforming and sometimes people are put off by that because to change who we are, we have to take some action or perhaps look at a dark part of ourselves and that takes courage and maybe someone is totally not into doing that. In this format, it is such a gentle transition so to speak. It's not like you have to go back and rip out your heart and stomp on it a couple of times and, and cry all of this emotion out. It just becomes like you go to that quantum field, you drop in the intention that you want, and you chill out for a while, and then you see it's the universe responds with it. Exactly. You, you, you said it so eloquently, Monica. <laughs> that's the whole thing about yoga nidra there's no doing it's all about being and so you don't have to you know be there you're not there with your mind your, your mind is out of the picture so that your body can do what it knows what to do so restore itself integrate emotions you don't have to be with the mind involved and it is it is a very gentle process and when you come up out of a yoga nidra, you'll feel um, rejuvenated. You'll feel um, a peacefulness and a calmness. And the more you do it, the more you'll feel that. So that it becomes a part of your, your natural state. Because most of the time, you know, people aren't in that place of just being. They're in the doing. Right? Busy, busy, busy. Uh, I think some of them have never been in that place. Yeah of being, yeah. uh, to be quite honest with yeah. you. Yeah. I think yoga nidra is a fantastic meditative practice for someone who wants to meditate, um, maybe has a little bit of adult ADD going on, uh, maybe uh, doesn't take instruction well, and you're just forced to lay down and do nothing for... How long are your sessions typically? Well, um, typically about 30 minutes, but they can go more to like 40, 45 minutes. Um, generally speaking, for a newbie, shorter is better. Um, you know, like I wouldn't go more than 30 minutes for a newbie. Um, just, you know, just because, it, again, it, it's difficult for people initially just to be still. But I will say that Yoga Nidra, out of all of the meditations, is much more accessible, you know, because you're not distracted um, with trying to empty your mind. <laughs> you know, you don't have to sit in an uh, uncomfortable, well, a, sit in a, a seated position, cross-legged or anything. Um, which isn't, first of all, which isn't comfortable for everybody. Yeah. And second of all, if you sit there long enough, it hurts. Yeah. 
trust me, I did Vipassana and broke my left cheek. Like, no one tells you it hurts when you do it for such an extended amount of time. So, of course, Yoga Nidra is that super gentle, incredibly passive asana of, uh, you know, okay to sleep. (laughs) It's really so simple. And, you know, it's, it's accessible to everybody. You know, regardless of their prior knowledge or experience, they don't have to be a yogi. You know, when I used to teach in Miami, I used to get all kinds of people come into my class. Um, there would be pilots, business people. You know, they weren't coming to take the, you know, the asana class. They were coming for yoga nidra. Right. They knew the value of, hey, if I can take a power nap for 30 minutes and replace and rejuvenate, replace three hours worth, yeah. and rejuvenate my cells and reset my body and get rid of any kind of disease and, you know, control, delete my brain of whatever crap has been ruminating there for those 30 minutes. Yeah. It's so worth it. Yeah. You know, my, uh, I have a, a good friend uh, in Miami and she always described it as, she said, it's like taking a bookcase full of books and just removing all the books and wiping the shelves clean so that when you come out of Yoga Nidra, boom, you've got an empty bookcase. Wow. Yeah. You know, there's, that- there's no, nothing holding you back. There's no, you know, there's clarity. There's, um, you know, that's something else to, to accelerate. Um, you know, there was... Um, there was somebody that used to come um, to the studio. She was writing a thesis at the time, and she would come to every Yoga Nidra, and she said after she took Yoga Nidra, she could just write her thesis. You know, it was flowing out. Of course. Um, I'm sure part of her sankalpa was to get the thesis done. On some level, but it just, it helps to focus yes. and to test yourself. Like, um, you know, when you're calling out all the body parts, every single toe and finger, uh, uh, you know, several times and you catch, I catch myself. Oh, wait, they're on the other foot and I was still on this foot. Like, where did I catch myself um, that I'm still fighting the relaxation to drop down and and get in touch with yourself. Right. Well, I feel, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say that if you, uh, if you were on one side and they'd gone to the other, that's typically a sign that you've. you've I dropped down very quickly. I maybe, um, in a, in with a lot of different modalities, Maybe it's from my desire. Maybe it's from my practice. I don't know. Um, I just like to pay attention a little bit. Also, as maybe that's the yoga teacher in me is always like, oh, remember that? That was a good line. Or, you know, how did I? How did that line make me feel? Like you start to feel the shifts when you go down deeper and deeper. It's yeah. kind of fun. I find I, what I was going to say was I feel that 
you, you know, there's no coincidence and your focus on this and taking it online like the rest of the world is absolutely a fantastic um, venture, which I know you will do very, very well. And people are more and more familiar with taking a yoga something on online. But this definitely, since there's no asana to follow or just one asana to follow, um, lends itself and and that bite-sized piece of 30 minutes. I think I'm excited for you and you have a lovely, lovely, lovely voice. And that also, of course, helps, Um, you know, just like anybody. I've I've seen people leave a class or for something that you don't like in the person that's teaching and that's perfectly okay. But I can totally feel a lot of people, a lot more people connecting with you. Thank you. And, and what we need for this pandemic, like we are on high alert every freaking day. Yeah. And, um, a lot of people didn't have a deep well from which to a personal well from which to gather their own energy and were so spread so thin. It's perfect timing for for what we need, yeah. for what we're going through. It is. It is indeed. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, this pandemic is certainly, um, you know, brought the whole world to a stop and including all of us, you know, and given us the opportunity to take a look at what we want to change and um, what is important to us and um, take a look at are we really taking good care of ourselves. Um, and so this is good self-care you're going to do. Definitely good self-care. I feel that a lot of things are exposed because of the pandemic, thank you, pandemic, um, and in gratitude. And then a lot of things are exposed just in general overall shift in the universe and the veils and let's get woo-woo-y. So here's all of these abilities that we, you know, knowledge is power, but it used to be only a few had the knowledge, but now everyone has the knowledge so it's about the doers Mm -hmm. um and to put this out there for so many people who i feel we all could really use this and and you know i say that with so much love and affection for other people to try it yeah you know oh yeah i know i can i need yoga i know i'm stiff i don't move exactly i don't do it because i'm inflexible that kind of mentality right now cannot even exist as a joke because everyone is so stressed yeah i mean that again yoga nidra perfect thing because you don't have to be a yoga a, a yogi or or, or a yogini and it, and or flexible flexible this is what i say you know it, you know no bendy flexi flexi yoga uh, skills required Yeah, my my classic my classic answer to someone's inflexibility, thus lack of 
practicing yoga it is always you just need to have a flexible mind. Yeah. And this certainly takes your mind to that that quantum field that, you know, forever lands somewhere. Yeah. It's hard to describe or put into words that sensation. Yeah. It, uh, you can call it the zero stress zone. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I think people could relate to that for sure. Yeah, it's the zero stress zone because there's no thinking. There's no thinking. There's no thoughts. There's no worries. You can just in that moment be still and not have to think about, oh, my gosh, i got to do this or i got to do that or what about that, what about this. It's gone. It, it's literally a way to just unplug from the thought, unplug from your mind and, and perceive yourself, perceive just stillness and calm. Yeah. I love it. Keely, thank you so much for this chat. If people want to connect with you, what's a good way to find you? Um, you can find me on Facebook and my LinkedIn page. Uh, there's more, more details. I think you're going to include those on the... Um... In the show notes, for sure. And also, Keely, thank you so much for allowing me to rebroadcast one of your Yoga Nidra meditations for people to try out as part of this podcast. So I'm really excited and grateful for you sharing and for me to be able to share with other people. Man, get some really good pillows, prop it up, zero guilt, Yeah. cover the eyes, yeah. turn the AC low and put the blanket on over. And headphones. I'm a headphone fan, actually. Because yeah. um, that really... Immersive. Really, <laughs> really seals it. Yeah, it seals it. We have to remove, I, this is something that I understand. It's so much more important to remove all of the external stimuli to yes. help you to drop down and connect. Yes, it is. So the more you cover your eyes and cover your ears with only what you want to focus on, yes. I, I feel that helps as well. Yay, beans. Thank you so much, Keely. You've Thanks. been fantastic. Thank you for sharing everything. Yeah. Love you, my friend. Love you too. Thanks, Monica. My pleasure. Namaste. Namaste. Bye-bye. Hi everyone, I wanted to share a simple breathing technique that I developed when my life turned upside down several years ago and I was suffering from extreme claustrophobia, panic attacks and anxiety. 
My anxiety was so intense that on a doctor's scale, three-day difference, first day on the doctor's scale, I weighed X amount and three, literally three days later on the same doctor's scale, I had lost 12 pounds. And as much as I'm a fan of losing weight, I can certainly use some weight loss in my life. Um, panic and anxiety is not the way to go. This happened to me early in my yoga career, so I'm very, very grateful for the many teachers that I studied under, and my focus became yoga for trauma, where I learned a lot of different techniques that and tools that are available to us, um, medicine-free, doctor-free, something that we can draw on in those moments of panic and anxiety. I like things to be simple. I like things to happen quick. And this technique that I developed helped me. Um, I still use it. I found myself teaching my clients how to use it. And eventually I wrote a short um, ebook about it, explaining that technique. And I'm offering it to you now, letting you know now about my ebook, which is available on Amazon. It's available for Kindle and it's called Reset the Breath. We are living like machines, but even a computer that's a machine has a reset button. So when life becomes overwhelming, you can always turn to your breath and use this simple three breath technique to gain your composure, to gain your inner peace, and to gain your confidence back. One of the most debilitating things about panic and anxiety is that when you do have an about of anxiety or panic, you usually will associate, or I associated the location where that happened, and then would try to avoid that. So it was really limiting my life. Example, if you're at the mall and you have a panic attack, guess where you're not going anymore? You're not going to the mall. But it's not the mall that created the panic attack. Um, being able to consciously and uh, breathe with awareness and visualization and intention brings us back to the present moment, which helps us very much to eliminate or overcome um, this moment of panic attack or anxiety. So I invite you to check out this ebook on Amazon, Reset the Breath. It's a short read, less than 12 minutes. Um, I also priced it less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks because I feel that this is an invaluable tool that we have available to us in times of panic and anxiety. And guess what? In the middle of a pandemic, it is a good time to start practice practicing our breathing. So please check out Reset the Breath on amazon.com and I hope it helps you just like it helped me. What a terrific suggestion from my guest, Keely Ward, Yoga Nidra, yogi, teacher, extraordinaire. Instead of um, taking a power nap, take your power nap with a Yoga Nidra.
replace that second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, I confess, six cups of coffee. Um, replace that cup with a yoga nidra. Remember to, it's better to lie down than to sit, but if you can only sit, then sit comfortably, as comfortably as you can. Use pillows and blankets and eye pillows covering your eyes with a towel or a t-shirt if you don't have an eye pillow. The point is to, without any guilt whatsoever, get as comfortable as you can. Grab a blanket and tune into this yoga nidra. Enjoy. Close your eyes and quiet your mind. Be still. Let go of all thoughts, worry and tension. Give yourself fully to a higher power. Relax, trust, and let go. Breathe in fully. Exhale with a deep sigh. And again, breathe in fully, exhale, deep sigh. Feel a deep sense of peace and contentment in your heart. If you have an issue you would like clarity or resolution on, bring it into your awareness now. Trust that whatever happens needs to happen, will happen spontaneously and effortlessly. Let go of any effort to make anything happen. Feel yourself in a place you'd like to be. A place where you feel peaceful and calm, relaxed and quiet. No concerns about the future or past. Simply an overwhelming experience of the rightness of things. perhaps sitting on a beach, watching waves meet the shore, the scent of salt air, the sound of seagulls, 
or a mossy green forest with tall trees, the smell of wildflowers, a trickling stream. Trust whatever image arises in your awareness. Choose a comfortable spot to sit or lie down. Perhaps a hollow in the sand that holds your shape or a soft bed of moss. Let go into it. Surrender the weight of your body, completely supported. No effort or need to hold yourself up. Breathe in the scent, sight, sounds of this place. Let the whole experience permeate your entire being. Absorbed into each and every cell with each breath in and each breath out. Feeling through bodily sensations what it is to be safe and at peace. Surrounded and protected in this place where you can deeply rest. Feeling more content, relaxed, more grounded than ever before. and allow yourself to receive this intention. I can experience feeling safe and secure. Know that you can return to your safe place anytime you want to or need to. Now bring your attention to the face. With your next exhalation, allow all expression to drop from the face. Releasing the tiny muscles around the eyes. Allowing the eyeballs to rest back in their sockets.
releasing the tiny muscles around the mouth. Tongue resting in the mouth. Lower jaw gently opening, softening. Allowing the cheeks to soften towards the floor. Scalp resting on the skull. Neck softening, easing. Simply be available to the entire range of sensations in the face and head. Now bring your whole body into awareness. Drop into a sense of your own bodily presence. Connecting to your source through the pure experience of sensations. Just embrace this present experience, undistorted by what you like or don't like. No mental processing, pure experience in awareness. This becomes your connection to the source. Adjust your body in a comfortable position. Allow any disturbances, external or internal, to draw you deeper within. Shift from thinking and doing to feeling and being. Do absolutely nothing from now on. Simply relax. Drop into the deepest state of tranquility, stillness and peace.
Now bring your breath into awareness. Become aware of your natural breath pattern without trying to control or change it. Just watch and observe the movement. You may find the breath to be fast or slow, deep or shallow. Whatever is happening, simply relax and witness the breath. Remain connected to every breath in, every breath out. If any thoughts come into the mind, just let them go and bring your attention back to the breath. Belly rising as you inhale, belly falling as you exhale. Feel that the breath is becoming very quiet, very still. Feel a profound sense of peace descending over the body and being. Allow the mind to let go into it. Merge into oneness. Let go. Let go even more. Enter an effortless state of being.
Now feel your whole body is very, very heavy. As heavy as a rock, not moving. You are so heavy that you are sinking into the floor, melting. sinking into a very silent and deep place. Further and further away from the sound of my voice. With each breath out, sinking down deeper. Now let your body get very light. So light that it feels like you're floating in the air. Whole body, weightless, empty, rest here. Freed from restrictions of mind, divine energy awakens. From this moment on, allow yourself to shift from effort to grace. This is the nourishment of Divine Mother. Let this spirit force work for you. Providing you with complete divine protection and guidance. All powers beginning to manifest in your life. giving you a whole new level of vitality, strength and courage. A new sense of freedom, fulfillment and joy filling your heart 
bathe in a complete sense of relief now that you have arrived. Lifetimes of karma dropping away at this moment. You are unburdened and free. Feeling completely at peace with yourself and the world that surrounds you. Feeling very safe in this protection. Know that you can return here again and again. Feel that your whole body and every cell is vibrating at a whole new frequency, different from anything you have ever known before. This is a new dimension, the dimension of being, not doing. Because when you arrive, there is nothing to be done. attention to the center between your eyebrows and drop into the deepest level of relaxation. Here there is nothing to do or achieve. You have entered the domain of grace. Allow yourself to merge into this space and be empty. Empty of all doing, all past, all future. All thoughts dissolve. This is a place of integration and wholeness. Faith and trust.
Allow yourself to respond spontaneously to what I say. I allow all emotions to come and go. I'm calm and clear. I can experience peace in my day. I am grateful for my life. Now let someone in the sky who loves you come visit with you. Feel them with you now. They have a secret special message for you. Let them whisper it in your ear. Know that you are always loved. Know that you are always surrounded and protected wherever you go and whatever you do. Rest back in the grace and protection of presence. Begin to become aware of the rising and falling of the breath. Slowly feel yourself beginning to rise to the surface of awareness. Gradually you can begin to move as if you're waking from a restful sleep. Perhaps bend your knees and pull them into your chest. Wrap your arms around them and give yourself a big hug. and then rock from side to side.
Now roll over onto your right side, all curled up, with your eyes still closed. Feel safe. Feel warm and fuzzy all over. See if you can remember the secret message that was whispered in your ear. Now use your hands to press up into a seated position, keeping your eyes still closed. Or if it feels appropriate, you can stay where you are. Put your right hand on your heart. Feel how quiet your heartbeat is. Be still. And feel happy in your heart. Now you may gradually open your eyes. Chai Book One. is recorded live each week from the SoFlo Radio Studios in Hollywood, Florida. Written and produced by Monica Uribe. Directed by Christopher Hudspeth. With special thank you to George Rodriguez. All rights reserved.